Hello, this is one of two pre-podcast messages you're going to hear at the advice of my dear friend Pam of Clark and Hill and the Herspiration Happy Hour podcast. I am adding a message at the beginning to warn everyone that this next podcast is chock full of spoilers from the very opening moment. Spoilers for The Last Jedi, The Force Awakens, lots of other things. So what I recommend doing is checking out Star Wars The Last Jedi and then hearing this um, fun evening, late night conversation between myself and my sisters with cameos from my parents about Star Wars The Last Jedi. And now I'll hand you over to the actual intro to the podcast. Hey there, and welcome to a special bonus edition of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. We had an incredible opportunity where I was walking out of Star Wars The Last Jedi, and my family was at the same time in California, and we hopped on a phone call while they were driving back from the movie, and I was sitting here um, on the East Coast, and it broke down the movie with our immediate reactions. So this is um, going to give you really the closest experience to a real post-Friday Night Movie experience, just like when we were growing up. You also get our immediate raw reactions. There's a little bit of a funky audio situation because at times you hear cars driving by and my parents piping up, but I think that also makes the experience just all that more authentic. So I hope you enjoy this very special edition of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. Hi guys. Hi. Hi. So, serious thoughts and feelings. Serious right. thoughts. So I just so you know. Wait. First of all, before hold on. we even get into it, we bumped into my gynecologist in the parking lot of the theater. Like we were parked next to her to my OB. So that's great. So if you had to have the baby, you could have just done it there. Yeah. Well, and then at the end of the movie, everyone thought my water broke. It was very funny. Oh, that's amazing. I just well, had you could have delivered it in the movie. Yeah. Um, okay. So. so wait, hold on a second. First of all, I am recording this conversation because this movie was so intense that we need an immediate Friday night movie, real well, Friday night movie experience. This is you which... guys driving home in the car, me a few hours um, uh, off time zone wise, having just come from the movie. And we are going to break this down right now. Are mom and dad there too? Um, just mom, because dad's, dad's driving with Vlad. Wait, okay. which movie was so intense? The movie about Ray, Luke, and Kylo Ren, or the other crappier movie about Poe, Finn, Finn, and Rose? There were two movies. Because there were two movies, and one was amazing, and dad one goes, wasn't. And the bad one kept interrupting the good one. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, true. The whole uh, time I was watching, I was like, switch the channel. Go back to the good movie. So I I will say so so I will say uh, without right, before the card in. No, so I am. Go, thank you, Elaine. So I, so I'm with you in. Just in, thank you for visiting. It's not that you know I don't know if it's not that that one wasn't um good, but it it to me highlights well a because okay. Anyways, to me, that highlights both some good things and some bad things about what The Last Jedi means. Overall, considering how 100% wrong I was about just about every theory having to do with the movie, and how much (laughs) I... I mean, I was wrong about everything. Like, I don't think... The only thing that... And I don't even think this is on our last podcast that I had said at some point, and I'm sure you heard me say on the phone is that if Luke was going to die at some point that I wanted him to die like Yoda yes, of I natural did. causes. I do remember you, you, say, did say, you did say that. And when that happened, I was like, Oh, I got something right. Yeah. But it wasn't just that I, I mean, I was happy to have good to me. It was just about doing the character justice. So I was okay with that. If they were going to off him, I was okay with that death because to me, it wasn't just another dopey, like set sacrificial martyr lightsaber battle, which we've now seen so many times. Um, so why don't, why don't we start there? Let's just start with, okay, so my reactions, oh, your reaction is clearly two movies in one. Me, there was a lot in that. My, my main reaction is I come out with 
like a just I was so tense during the movie because I I didn't know it was going to happen. I wanted to be good. I had spent two years thinking about what was going to happen. And so I'm just like powering through this. I'm glad I'm going again tomorrow night. But my immediate reactions are number one, Luke and Ray still continue to be my favorite characters. And this movie only reinforced it. Um, And what we said about Adam Driver being that if anyone was going to be able to like flip back and forth and make you flip back and forth on them, it was him. And he was phenomenal. Um, Yeah, totally agree. And, and then most important to me is that like Luke was done justice, that they did not write him off or, or, or make him kind of like a throwaway character or make him whiny. They, um, Mark Hamill was superb. He was so great. Um, Yeah. And, um, and so, so I loved all of that. And I also loved that we got to see Luke use the force in a major badass way that no one had ever seen before in a Star Wars movie. Um, I, I was surprised and and blown away. And to me, to the point I was making last time about the arc of Luke's power as a Jedi and how cool he is, to, to me, he really got to be that cool badass Jedi right up to the end by yogaing himself onto the That was planet. amazing. Yeah. Um, and even if I can't wait to go back and watch that fight scene, I'm pretty sure he dodges Kylo Ren repeatedly, you know, like he, like he bends backwards and the lightsaber just misses him. And that entire way of fighting him wasn't him trying not to hurt his nephew. It was to not just distract him, but to make him think he was really there. So that was, yeah, that was amazing. Um, Okay, so what are what, what do you guys think of what they did with Luke and Luke and Ray? Fine. I mean, in what sense? Like the, like the relationship or the relationship the... and where you leave them at the end of the movie. Well, I what what I thought was really for me like the what I thought was really interesting was not really interesting, but what I like kind of loved is how like the last thing. Ray says to the says to Luke is that like is that Kylo Ren is the is the hope you know if I can turn him that's the hope and then she goes into it and they have that glorious battle where you're just like this is the best scene ever and in my head I'm like and they're brother and sister and they're brother and sister right no completely completely and then you realize that he just wants to be the powerful one like that he wants to be, be the Suprema. And I was like, and I realized how wise Luke is and how like his depth, what his depth of knowledge, you know, and, and understanding of the force really is. I don't know. Is this like great switch on a switch, but had more meaning because of how resistant he is to Ray. And he does. And, you know, he doesn't want to get involved again. Yeah. I don't know. It, yeah. it worked. And, that and, whole storyline works so well. And and I'll also say, in my mind, now I see what the thing he wanted to finish that Darth Vader started. Because if you look at Anakin Skywalker, even when he turns in the prequels, there's this side of him that wants to rule the galaxy and bring his own brand of justice to the galaxy, you know, and, and balance to the galaxy. And in the end, that's the thing Kylo Ren was trying to do. And when you say, I, I have to, when he says, I know what I have to do, it's kill Snoke, but it's kill Snoke so he can take the throne and take over. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Mom was getting all excited when you were talking, when you were talking about Luke doing his yoga thing. Mom, what were you going to say? You were I all called like, it. That she called it. That when he, did what did you call? Was, he was a vision. He had projected. Oh, right. That he wasn't really there. Also, because Becky and I just sat there being like, where's his spaceship? Where's his spaceship? How did he get there? And I said, well, where's the door? What know? door did he come in through? Well, we're like, this makes no sense. Well, also. Yeah, stupid. When did he and, cut his hair? Did those little bubbles just cut his hair? And, and, yeah. and Poe and po says, and Poe says, how did he get in here? There must be a way out. <laughs> right. Yeah. And like. So that was pretty cool that he appears. And I, I, what do I say about their relationship? They had to do the dance of, I won't help you. You have to help me. Help he me. really help her that much. Right. I mean, he, like, I guess shows her a few yeah, tricks. Right. Is not the way to go? No, this is the way to go. Um, we're also trying to drive home at the same time. This I would say, like, yeah, their relationship, 
this the relationship is what you would expect and i feel like i got just enough of uh, enough of whiny luke skywalker like that's he's whiny like that's his whole character but without being annoying like he was still pretty cool and badass and you know what i mean so i feel like he didn't just all of a sudden turn into this wise old yoda he still maintains his like his character from the beginning because he's still kind of the way he is always but older and wiser and 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 he um he plays into the road i don't have a seatbelt on whoa where's your belt i can't get like i don't think i realized how how much of a master he was well, you know, he, he, he beats Darth Vader, and, and that was the yeah. point that I was always—that's the point that I had been saying—is that people really don't under underestimate how powerful he really had become. Oh, with the Force. I'm careful, real. You know what else you were right about, though? You were right about the fact that, like, the Order of the Jedi and the rigidity and the 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 like kind of fundamentalism of it was what had to go you were right about all of that i thought yeah you know, that and, was pretty and, spot on i and was how resentful he is towards it i think i was and in the end but he that's... says the jedi has to rise but i guess what he's saying is the jedi has to rise in 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 an in, in evolved way because he does map out well, and say that the way, jedi because, screwed up because when you think about it like Ray is now going to be the most powerful Jedi, but she has no training. It's and no one, there is no one there to train her. So she's going to make up the rules, right? She's going to obviously have to make it up exactly, make it up again herself. But then the books appear at the end. Finn well, like she, she saved the books obviously when she left. Oh, yeah. that's what that was. Yeah, Finn yeah. Goes out to get his jacket. <laughs> oh. like it. Is there, like, a weird love triangle thing that we have to worry about now? I yeah. think so, although so it annoying. seems that when they introduce her to Poe, maybe they're like, no, oh, right. we're going to have these two end up together. I don't know. Right. Um, um, okay, so, so I have a few things I need to say. Okay, okay, so go for it. I'm annoyed that during the movie there were so many things that bothered me that it really distracted me from the movie. Like, for example, when they're reading each other's minds and it's such a cool scene and she's like, can you put a towel on? And he's like, why? I'm so buffed. And everybody laughed in the theater. I was like, guys, this is a serious moment. So it just that stuff like that happened throughout the whole movie. And I'm like, this would never happen in Empire Strikes Back, ever. Well, so, so to me, so to me, humorous moments, which I, I appreciate, but it was too much space balls. To me, it was a strength only because of the heavy Empire Empire Strikes Back expectations, and you know how I feel about everyone who romanticizes Empire Strikes Back. So the fact that they had the humor, almost, but you're right, almost too self-aware. Too almost too self-aware. Yeah, the first line, when Poe was like, um, am I on hold? Can I talk to your mom? I was like, guys, we're watching Star Wars. Can somebody please like get it together? Tone it down a little bit. A few jokes are cute, and the BB-8 is amazing, and even the little, the little, like, uh, bird furry critters with porks. Chewy. Those were adorable. But honestly, there are way too many animals in this movie. Cartoon animals. There were a lot it's of ridiculous. I'm true. watching it and I'm like, this is not We Bought a Zoo. Why are there so many animals in this fucking movie? <laughs> I was like, I don't, I got it. I got the cute little critters, but I was like, kangaroo horses, check. Crystallized <laughs> puppy but, cat wolves, check. The, That's yeah, enough. The crystallized What's wolves were too the, much like, for me. And then the, like aardvark and elephants milking each other, that was disgusting. Oh, I feel like that was an explanation, perhaps, of either... of how he survived on the island. I feel like we did not need <laughs> to have an explicit CGI monster milk itself and like squirt green juice into his mouth for everybody to be like, "Oh, I guess that's how he eats." Yeah, or maybe, he's a Jedi. Or we maybe could figure, like we could let that go. <laughs> but look how he was and catching the, cleaning the fish. Lady. Like, we were worried that he, he didn't have anybody to make his bed and sweep. He's like, these are the cleaning ladies that have taken care of the Jedis for centuries. <laughs> what was that? They're nuns. They're like, they're babushka nuns. It was so weird. All of that dumbness. I was like, that's, I'm assuming that's Disney being like, we're going to make it cuter. We need more critters. All right. Like, that was so annoying. So let's part. talk about, let's talk about the reveal of Ray's parentage and not just oh, how, how we feel. Right. How do you feel? Were you disappointed? How, how like, it feel I, I, I and what awesome. does it mean? 
So from Mom doesn't think it's true. I think there's going to be more reveals in the next movie. Mom predicts more reveals in the next movie and that she's not she doesn't come from nowhere. So I have to emotionally let go of her being part of something because they this is what they've decided to do then I've got to be okay with it. So that's that's I where I was there because there I am but, sitting there being like he's going to say they're they're siblings. Um but what I think the movie, what the movie is overall saying, and I think they almost beat you over the head with it too much. Um, but Luke talks about it. He he spells it out for you, which is you know Luke Skywalker, the legend, you know let it go. And at at some point it actually kind of, if they hadn't done that great moment with him at the end, at some point I felt like they were kind of insulting fans like me, being like, stop it with your Luke Skywalker thing. We're moving on. Um, but because right. they gave, and she's not a Skywalker, everyone who sat there worrying about the parentage was worrying about the wrong thing. It was it was sort of like, it was sort of a, a sleight of hand thing. Like, you're watching that, but really the point of this is that the rebellion is going to be reborn. Um, what is it? Is the window open there? What's going on there? We're driving in the car. We're in the car. What do you want? Your own speakerphone, and we're driving in the car. No, no but like, I, the sound was good for a minute, but then it got like. We were on the. We were on the street. Has like some not great pavement. We were on the freeway, and now right. we're so, pulling into so, town. So, anyways, so so on one hand, I feel like, okay, they've sent us a clear message. And part of that message, the really positive part of that message is, is not that Luke Skywalker isn't a legend. In fact, Luke Skywalker had to embrace being a legend, and we all had to go and go back to Luke Skywalker being a legend for the rebellion to continue, and that he'll always inspire it. But that being a legend in the Star Wars universe is you don't have to just be a Skywalker. You can be a badass. Right, and Jedi, then there's... And well, that can and be... You know, and the little, the, boy, the little nod of the boy who gets the group. Obviously, not all the Jedi are screaming. I'm neighbors. Well, then give me the phone, because you're just holding it in front of you. Okay, there's... We've all had... Oh, my God, Lily just called my face fat. I just said you're pregnant. Such face. a bitch. Oh. I didn't call your face fat. Oh, my God. We're logging the phone. You're losing it. You're losing here, guys. Bring it back. Bring it back. Okay, so the point is that um, at the end they show you that little boy, and obviously not all Jedi's come from the Skywalkers. So clearly somebody could have come from somewhere and be a Jedi. What doesn't make sense is that she's so powerful and she's a nobody. But it is also kind of cool. He's like, you're nothing in this story. But it does really honestly make it seem like he's just messing with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, yeah. I mean, I guess I still want her to have. I still, it, I still want to have some explanation beyond the fact that he rose as this powerful dark character. So therefore, she's the balance to that. And oh, like in the superhero movies. Uh, I don't know. Just like that, because he was born. You know that, like, cause he, cause he existed, then she's got to exist, cause you got to have two that sort of balance each other out, and maybe that's where you go in the end. I, I still think that there's something about the balance between the dark and the light that that has to happen. Um, so to, is the balance of the dark right. and the light. But she, if to, she's a nobody, he's saying that then she's just she had to exist because he exists. I yeah. think that what may happen is oh, that she's wait. somehow a descendant of the Obi Wan. Which uh, would, I think at this point that would be pretty cool if we find out she's related to Obi Wan. I, I actually at this point I'm like I'm okay with her being nobody more than I'm okay with her not be, like being someone else in the story. Well. I think I think what you're saying about that there has to be if there's darkness there has to be light so she just has to exist in the universe. That 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 works. Yeah, and, I think that could be you know. That, and and maybe the fact that her darkness comes from the fact because of course she has to has to have darkness that she's just an abandoned kid and her parents are nobody and that this hope that she's been holding out for and that's her weakness mm. because if right because she has to have a weakness and if she were to reunite with her parents. Then like she'd be whole, but the fact that she's been like quote unquote thrown away and sold, that's what. Yeah, but it's still it's still there is still this moment you know where Luke says I haven't seen raw power since I saw Ben Solo, and so you're kind of waiting for her to, to again for that explanation. So maybe that explanation's coming, or maybe the message they sent to us is stop looking for that explanation. What's the point is is to look forward into the future and the here and the now about Ray. And, and her story and the fact that she is going to be the inspiration um, for the um, uh, for for the rebellion um, going forward. Um, 
Uh, I thought Offing Snoke was to Snoke. Offing Snoke was excellent. Oh, you, you mean Voldemort? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, first of all, his whole trick was Voldemort. Like, I, it was the oculomancy thing from Harry Potter what? Five, where he oh. opens the her like where she's looking into someone else's mind, but it's really him using it to look inside her and sort of watch what's going right. on. Yeah. So, also, they copied Neverending Story big time. I'm like, dude, that, the right like the. Obviously, they put one writer's name on it, the director's name, Ryan Johnson. But honestly, clearly that guy did not write this alone. And stupid stuff like that throughout the movie really bothers me. Because I'm like, you have to be a bit more original. The mirror thing? That happens to Sebastian. No, our train. That happens to our train. It also happens in Enter the Dragon. I mean. (laughs) It's annoying. Uh, Um. So, but, But I like that they got rid of Snoke. That Snoke was kind of a red herring, too. That, like... He, the real bad guy, or at least the head of the Empire, is going to be Kylo Ren. Um, I, um, uh, I uh, let's talk about Poe's arc, and then let's talk about things that we we com- we want to really complain well, about. I, I think it's a great twist that he's very flawed and screws up several times. But the whole ending plan with it was know, a complete why screw wouldn't, up. Why wouldn't Why wouldn't Laura Dern? Just tell them what the plan is. Right. Be like, like I'm going to save weird? everybody. But the fact that Poe did his secret plan got them caught. Like, them he caught screws everything up. Well, like, what's her reasoning for not telling, hey, guys, we actually have, a, have like, an old base. And if we just lay low, we can get in the pods and escape there. Like, Nobody moves. So, 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 so that leads me to my, like, my one issue, my one big issue with the movie is that, and I said this before that we in the previous podcast, is the gimmick of reveals for me in Star Wars is not super valuable. And this one had, like, reveal and twists over and over again that I'm not sure, like you said, really, like, did they really matter? Like, like did it matter that, like, that fake-out was a fun feeling, but what's the value of that fake-out with Laura Nothing. Turner? And then Benicio, no, Del, no Toro, Benicio Del Toro's you know, fake out. I mean, to me, it means that... When does he have time to sell them out? I, I don't really know. He actually would, like, disappear off screen, like, when they're riding the kangaroos or whatever those things were, the hammerhead kangaroos. Oh, yeah, where was he? I was like, where is he? Where is he? And then he appears with the ship. So, I mean... He, maybe, he was being arrested. Or stealing the ship. Maybe he's going to come back maybe in the next happen. one, and there'll be some sort of purpose to him. But, but his whole... Again, he was another fake out that that um, really kind of dragged down. Let's just say that 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 entire storyline, except that it just gets them caught and gets them attacked on the planet, is useless. It could have have been boiled down to far less and happened so much more efficiently. To me, it wasted like a half an hour of more. Um, yeah, I mean, five minutes. I kind of, I guess they want, so, so to me, that's, so that's the other thing. So if I want to be cynical about the, we're killing off the Skywalkers and stop, you know, is that that is part of the strategy of Disney of we're not going to be tied down to one group to market Star Wars anymore. We're not going to have one all powerful family or series of actors. We're going to give you all these other things in the universe and to me, the weakness of the Poe and Rose, the strength and the weakness of the Poe and Rose story was, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. It was a fun sort of... Too long! What? So you long. Don't tell me you enjoyed the kangaroo okay. chase. No, no, the kangaroo chase. chase. Was a, no, 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 no. Shy. But, but hold on, hold on. It was so no, no, hold on. long? It was a lot of fun, but to me, it's the same problem I had with Rogue One. In Rogue One, which was a fun space movie, space adventure, in the end... I don't really care about what happened in Rogue One. I care about the fact that Darth Vader comes at the end and tears everything apart. Because it's going to be hard for them to make characters outside of a bigger saga meaningful if they tell you that, well, everyone can be special. And everyone from Star Wars is interesting. Like, I'm waiting for a solo movie about that kid sweeping at the end of the movie now. Right, like, oh, uh-huh. we're gonna do, we're gonna do no, three movie but, backstory. But on here's that kid. the problem: is that at least Rogue One is self-contained to be like this is a self-contained movie of interesting people. Movie. We're actually just gonna kill them all off at the end, so they're special, but they're not that important. Whereas the whole, the amount of attention and time and detail they put into this story, which really just had to boil down to finding a way to get um, the rebels' plan like ratted out like that's all that means that was that's that was the purpose of it 
so long, so many scenes. Like, there's just such a simpler way of, of doing that. But, but the character piece, ca let's, talk character, let's, talk, let's talk character development for a moment, one of our favorite subjects. I think that the fact that it was about, to me, it was about investing in Finn's journey, that he still is this, he's still a little bit of a chicken who isn't really part of the resistance. He just wanted to save his one friend, right? And this was about him becoming part of the, part of the real resistance and being a real rebel. I actually thought he was going to die. Oh, that was another fake out. I was kind of like, hoping oh. he was die. I was like, oh, just kill that guy already. Uh, um, so we right, had that fake but out. It, I don't even think there was enough of a foe. I think you're doing a great job reading into that in that storyline, yeah. but that was not enough of a focus. It was like that arc was not made enough of the center of that storyline. Like I'm now more invested in Rose, who I didn't even know five seconds ago, being upset about her sister and like like the, her whole arc. And, I'm, and it, it's unnecessary. It was so imbalanced the way it would cut between that story exactly. and Ray's story. It was, two different was movies. It was just that, that whole section of the film, like end of act one and act two, there was such an imbalance between the two storylines that you're cutting back and forth between. Balance on what dimension? I just felt like, like, like one, one was very, like, awesome. serious and then, right. One, well, like, the, the Ray Luke is serious and intense, and you feel like you're learning these really also, critical the Ray things. Luke I find is written much better. And it's, yeah, it's so well written. And then you go to this other one that's like campy and like funny, cute little critters. Action. And then there's the fight with Phantasmagoria, that awful character <laughs> who makes no sense, Brienne. What does he call her? Helmet head? Metal well, head? It's yeah, like in the previous movie, there are these moments where his character will say things that take you outside of the world of Star But that's Wars. what I'm saying. The Finn storyline was not written well. And there was too many was like, moments. He was like, I was two, like, different, wait, felt like two different writers. And Justin Thoreau in there. Like, don't do cameos what's, where what's I recognize just, actors. Who's that Justin Thoreau? He's the guy that they're supposed to find with, with the, the red, with the red Oh, yeah. it was him. Oh, I can't stand him. Ugh. But I'm also like, don't let me recognize him for a second and then have to turn to Becky and go, that's Justin Theroux. And then them not, like, I'm like, guys, do better at this. I thought that, Lily, you were going to get your wish when that music was playing. I thought that the band from the first movie oh, was too. actually going to be there. No, and I, but you know what I said to Becky? I think I appreciate that we had a, a, a music scene again where they go to a bar. And I appreciate it. it's not like some dive scoundrel bar again in, in Star Wars. It was cool that they showed us like the Hunger Games Star Wars, where they're like, oh, there's all these rich people in the Citadel or whatever it is in Hunger Games. <laughs> and they're all like fancy and all that stuff. And they but make they're money really evil. And they're arms dealers. Right. Arms. Okay, fine. But they could have just, if they had left the whole scene with Benicio and them and everything in that casino, like a James Bond type of thing, and they never leave the casino and we don't have to see fake animals. Then I think it would have been much cooler story-wise. There was no tension. Becky was right. Mm. I, I'm not. I was not on my edge of my seat once, except during the Kylo Ren Ray scenes, which were way better. Yeah, no, during the whole tension. Part, and I, I literally didn't say, care. Wait, I literally didn't care if all of them died. Uh, Whereas I will say I will the say Rogue One does a great job at tension. We were on suspense. So much tension in that film. film. Oh, the like, uh, don't even worry about but it. That, just, but they that, all died. But, the, but that to me is, oh, yeah. is the kind of the thing with <laughs> Rogue One and with the and offshoots, which, which what you get is they're going to have to make characters that really matter. And they, they've done it with Ray. I think they did it with Poe more than I expected. Like the fact that he's flawed. Now, one thing I was wondering I like were, they, were, I like they, were they throwing shade at The Force Awakens or were they just sort of being self referential? when they were kind of saying, like, you can't just go and blow things up. Um, and, and what you know what I'm talking about? Like, it was almost like... I don't think they were throwing shade. I think they were saying, like, we like, have to be more creative. Well, yeah, yeah they were. And I think they're also, they're like... They're throwing a bit of shade. I guess maybe, but I think they're also showing that he's supposed to be a Han Solo, right? Yeah, huh? he's like the he's like the, the idealistic Han Solo. He, right, so he's like a Han Solo, and a Han Solo is like, reckless. does what he wants, reckless, that kind of thing. I don't think it's bad for them to turn around and say, okay, you're not going to win this just with that. You have to use smarts. However, Laura Dern, it's just such a plot hole that she, he gets this lecture from Princess Leia, and then Laura Dern has this really smart plan, and she just doesn't tell him, so he goes and does something reckless. 
So I like, oh, guess and, he evolved. And, and the reckless thing that he does in the end doesn't amount to a whole lot. Well, right? the, the entire plan that he has with Benicio, and all, it's literally for nothing. doesn't do, accomplish anything, except that they get ratted out and then they get chased. Hmm. And then it la- leads to the last scene on the salt planet. What's dad say? Like, why, also, why? It was so weird when the guy, like, tastes the floor and he's like, oh, it's salt. I don't know. I thought I'm that like, was, really? I thought the salt planet was visually one of the coolest things I've ever seen. It was visually beautiful. You think everything is a planet hot. The point is that <laughs> I think, think that they're... That might I be think, the name of this episode. You think everything is the planet. No, also, Mom's like, are those tauntauns? Are those... I'm like, Mom, everything is not from A New Hope. Like, there's Tauntauns are in Empire Strikes Back. Whatever. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> the point is that I felt like they think everybody who's watching this movie is stupid. And Disney is like, wait, we want to make sure that kids like it. We want to make sure that fans like it. We want to make sure that old people like it. And they're like, we got to throw in some cute animals and some chasey animals. And then we got to tell you that the salt on the planet is salt. Instead of you just enjoying this visually cool planet. You know what I mean? It was just too... That's true. They talked to you too much throughout the movie. That's true. I still don't know why R2-D2 wakes up in The Force Awakens, which, again, is the question. We just... We just watched Force Awakens. Like, where I came in at the end, and, and I, I, I came in at that scene, and I go, Becky, literally, he's been sitting under a tarp the entire movie. I'll tell you how it came about. What happened? They do the whole movie, and just as they're finishing the movie, somebody says, Oops. Whoa, we've left R2-D2 at. <laughs> That's probably right. It was, but then you hear the things. It's still Star Wars. So, like, I felt really bad at the end of the movie. I'm like, I've only thought of negative things throughout this entire movie. I was like, oh, God, that was awful. That's so stupid. But then there are good lines. Like, the, of course, the movie, the half the movie with Kylo Ren is amazing. awesome. Even how great that, was. that is amazing. The bad BB-8 is really cool. Yeah, I like the bad I, BB-8. I would like to see more bad BB-8. I, I want more bad BB-8. The twist with Kylo Ren is amazing. The fact that they join forces together. I love their, like, mind telepathy, oh, get yeah, together FaceTime. Awesome. When they, like, uh, yeah. touch hands. To me, there were things that really, truly were different in this one. That like I mean there were a lot of things that were far more similar than I wanted them to be like like I mean like some over the top uh, Empire Strikes Back stuff but then there were things like the FaceTime and the killing of right. Snow. I, 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 I called the sensei. Oh, the sensei. It was yeah, exactly yeah, that is true that is a sensei but yeah, Shai doesn't watch yeah. sensei. It was very right. sensei. Uh, but yeah I called it telepathy FaceTime. Um, so cool. now um, now you have had a number of negative things. I, you have yeah. not talked about what I do believe is probably the dopiest moment in in. There's all so many dopey of, moments in all of Star Wars. I mean, it might be the dopiest moment in all of Star Wars. Although there, are, um, the scene in the robot factory in Attack of the Clones when uh, C-3PO runs around with another robot's head is pretty bad. But um, 2001: Space Odyssey, Leia. Um, pretty cool oh, yeah, oh right where is she and she can just i know she's a jedi well she's not she just has just, the force she's not a jedi. whatever she still she still can't breathe in space <laughs> and she freezes to death well, she, she, i actually I'm surprised that they didn't kill her off in the movie wait, I, thought, I thought i thought they were gonna kill her off it was I, so interesting again another fake out in the movie well, as part that of was the a movie great fake out fake, well i don't know there were a lot of fake outs in that movie um, too many, but, but that's the thing is like, like Shai, you can't say this was a good movie. If you compare it to Force Awakens, which had its flaws, I but like it's Force a Awakens tight more. unit, and like Rogue One, which is still its own tight unit, this is, movie is like they. It's almost as if George Lucas got involved yeah. with this movie. Um, so for so no, I like this one a lot, but I, I do like the. Force no, you Awakens. don't. Come on. I think you were just too excited. Well, I want s- you to see it again tomorrow and focus on the second movie you were watching. We bought a zoo in space. <laughs> Not good. And now, I that understand. being said, I still loved it. And I would still give it four stars. Um, no, I can't, three and a half. I can't. I give it three stars. I three can't give it more than that. I give the Kylo Ren movie five, four stars. I give a five. Four or five stars. And I give the other movie two stars, so that's an easy three, three and a half. Yeah, I gotta agree. Um, so, so yeah, I'll give, it, I'll, give, the movie. I'll, I'll give it a three and a half. Like to me, it's not gonna have the, it's not gonna have the Force Awakens, 
part of it is Force that Awakens is so good. It's we so rewatched good. it today. We, so we literally rewatched it, finished the movie, and went out to see this. So it was like, per, like we the timing, like it ended, and we got in the car. No, it just really. The Force you. Awakens was so good. JJ Abrams is coming back for the last Thank one. Thank right? God, because he is yeah. so good. But but I think one thing you got to look at what Ryan Johnson really did well, and I think what he was well suited for was that. Darker, not darker. I don't want to use the word darker. That no, more emotionally no, complex you, part of the yes, movie. Yes, he's a great director, and I love his films. But I just feel like he did the Kylo Ren one, and then they were like, "Okay, we have to secretly make another movie because we want kids to like this." And so parents to be happy. I liked, I liked Rose though, and I liked her idealism, um, and I liked what she represented. No. It's her plot. It's, I don't mind her. It's the I plot she's involved, involved in. It's the plot. It's actually, it's not, not her. She's a, I think you're right. You know, Poe had good character development. Finn had good character development. She's Rose, fine. Rose she's is a fine. great character, but the, it was the storyline. That so, storyline should have just not been something different. So more part, contained. So part of what this, this suffers from is a thing that I talk about a lot, which is the strength of the movie is the ensemble, and in this in the second one, which is the same criticism I have, Empire Strikes Back, is they pull. I mean, they pull the ensemble even farther apart um, in this by having three stories all going on at the same time. Well, three, four if you count Kylo Ren. Um, the other thing I, w- I wanted to talk about is so Kylo Ren and General Hux are now the supreme leaders of this, and both of them within the same movie, one gets faked out by a prank phone call. And the other one decides to <laughs> stop destroying the rebel base to kill his uncle. <laughs> um, like, you know, it's it see like these are rather wow. glaring military mistakes. I know these guys aren't necessarily. But Kylo Ren is in character when he stops everything to kill his uncle because he's basically a little kid. Yeah. Oh okay. well, yeah. I mean, he has a bad temper. So That's a really good yes. Point. Yeah, no, it's perfectly in character. He's not. He he's not evolved enough to be to be supreme leader. He's not emotionally evolved enough. What, what did you What did you think? No, he didn't. No, he's not emotionally evolved. He's just not. What did you think about the whole origin story? That that like. Was he already Kylo Ren when Luke almost killed him, and then he, you know, and so that Luke is sort of absolved because he says no, I, no, it, it was. I believe Luke. Luke. I believe Luke, and I think it was cool, but it makes no difference. That's the thing is like it was nice to get that bit of a background, but I would have been fine just knowing from the first movie. Yeah, he got upset. He killed everyone. He left, which is kind of what happened because he never understand that his uncle didn't really want to kill him. And he has a bad temper, so it doesn't really make that much of a difference. I guess. Wait, I guess you just under you you feel a little bit bad for you feel a little bit bad for Kylo Ren because you, it's kind of not his fault. Jay, can you hear on your recording everyone sitting around just clanking forks and eating? No, no, no. Actually, this is um, among the best. Do you, you believe Ren's origin story? No, I think that's bullshit. What's bullshit? Ren? I don't think I can't Ren believe Ray. Ray, you Ray, mean? Ray. No. I mean, I think it'd be cool if she's a nobody. Like I said, not everybody has to come. And this, and this whole thing that, like I you said, I think the Obi Wan ship has sailed, Mom. I think the Obi Wan ship has sailed as well. But I would be, I would be surprised that Kylo Ren wasn't using that just to trick her. Well, also because anyway, the visions that they have in the Force are are are, are often flawed. Um, so I guess I guess we don't um, uh, we don't know. Um, uh, we, we don't know, but I'll, I'll take them for, you know what, what, you know, what could happen is when Luke returns as a force ghost, which I hope he does, cause she's going to have to learn from somebody. Oh, by the way, I, we didn't even talk about Yoda. The Yoda scene was amazing. I, yeah. I, I had a, I was in a very subdued theater. There wasn't a lot of cheering. I cheered when Yoda. Our, our theater Arthur laughed way too much too. Like, well, cause the movie was basically a romantic comedy. So it was annoying. But then everybody in the theater was laughing no, the every five. No, a lot of people were laughing the whole time, and I was like, "Oh, this is supposed to be more serious. I'm supposed to be more suspenseful and nervous." But and I, I love the Yoda appearance. Loved and, it. And I think Yoda's le- And I think there's a beautiful lesson. And with our parents on the phone, and, um, I think they can speak the to rest, this. In the third movie, in the third movie, when you see Anakin Skywalker, I have to eat something. And Obi Wan, their spirit. Hold this. I have to eat something. Okay, but here... 
Well, now you don't yeah. have a phone. Uh, Yoda comes back. He's physical, and I thought that was kind of like strange. No, I don't think. I I think they were. I think what they were doing is, is they were just giving you another layer of force, general like force projection power. Because, because you have Luke project himself also physically um, later, and they had the blue halo around around. They Yoda. had the blue halo. The fact that Yoda could use the force to shoot lightning down on that tree was a little odd. But but I think as right. parents, and this is I want to hear what our parents say, a very beautiful and significant moment for me was when Yoda talks about um, wanting your essentially wanting your students to surpass the masters. To yeah. he says something that was, like that, which is that was cool. But also he does crack a joke in the middle of that important scene too that was just so hokey. What? I forget what, what the joke was, but he like makes a joke about Lou. <laughs> Well, no, he's Remember, telling Luke that, that your 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 weakness is still there. It's actually no, but actually the, in that moment, Yoda cracks some kind of joke. He's like, he he he. He Wait. blows up the tree and then laughs. Oh well, no, he laughs because he's he's like, I am going to, I am going to light this all on fire, you know. That still, I mean, I think in some ways what what Yoda is 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 saying is that the the lessons that he has himself has learned the flaws of the Jedi too, which is like the. You know, this uh, the obsession with the sacred texts and the and all the rules is is not necessarily blinded the Jedi. Oh, the page turner! Days. It's a real page oh, turner. Oh, that was funny. Oh, that not that joke. He made another joke. Well, that was pretty dumb. The, he but he made another joke too. He hits him in the face. <laughs> but Yoda's always been funny. Yeah, Yoda uh, and, and Yoda. I know. And Yoda he's been and funny. Empire Strikes Back. I don't know. Why didn't they build him a puppet? I what? like him no. in the puppet version. He was a puppet. No, he was CGI. He looked like a puppet, actually. He I looked like a puppet. A puppet really? with that CGI. looked too CGI. I, I think I he was a puppet with the CGI sort of smoothing. I don't know for sure. But to me, actually, when they do that, and then I'm like, well, yeah. why don't we just have a CGI? Thing? But I, I, anyways, I, I was happy to see him, and I, and I do hope, um, I do hope we see Luke again as a, as a Force ghost. Because you will. You will. You're definitely. He's not gone. That's why I think they brought Yoda back as like the spirit so that when Luke appears in the next one when no but in this one that when Luke appears as the spirit of the next one it's not out of context. We have context for it. Also I'm curious what mom says it's it can be cute and funny because it, it's for kids too. I don't think Star Wars is for kids. Sorry. No no, no I Star Wars is not a quote unquote kids movie. It's a movie for right. everybody. Right. So I'm like I don't think we should have to dumb it down for kids. I know you sell more tickets and you sell more crap. That's why the Ewoks and all that were always in there. Yeah, okay, so you can have one cute gimmick, like those little birds, like the Ewoks. But the Ewoks were still pretty badass. But then I just feel like, I, to me, I don't know, you have to, I'd be surprised if you didn't agree, Shai. It was a little bit too jokey, the movie. So, so the part about the jokey that I liked was that, is that if it went in and it became the serious dark one? Right. It would okay, have really doesn't have to be serious me. though. Okay. Um, okay, so I'm it just is now. I'm excited for the third one because I really hope they just write a better story. I don't think the story's that good in this. Um, I remember in the first half of the movie, I was sitting there going, like, is this it? Is this what's happening in this movie? I know we do. It's like nothing else is happening. There's always no story in Act One and Two. Um, the yeah. story is that I, the rebels. When they, they like, Chai, the rebels literally just sit in space for two hours, and they finally get a move on, and they get caught. There is a kind of it's a little bit annoying. There is a kind of like exposition moment where they're like, "Why can't we blow these guys up?" Oh, it's because they're exactly this distance from us. I guess we'll just have to wait. (laughs) Why don't you go closer? Like, does it? That whole basis for the point of the movie was weak. What I'm saying is that it was weak. The story was weak. That's all. Now, there's important twists and turns, and the whole, again, the whole telepath- telepathic FaceTiming was awesome, but in general, I don't think, you know, the story was was well done. Um, also, this is such a big movie. Does the director have to write it? Like, that's a lot of responsibility it? for one person. Did he write it also? He wrote it. Like, really? They couldn't share that responsibility? Okay, so let's wrap up. It's 2.15 in the morning where I am. That means okay. Where you guys so are. I want you to see it tomorrow, and then we can, like, have, like, a quick convo. You can tell yeah, me. Yeah, you know, check in again. Yeah, Sorry, tomorrow. At this time tomorrow, I will call you. Um, oh, so you're seeing it this late? I'm seeing the Maybe same you will be in, labor. in the theater. Oh, in the, same, in, the same, in the same seat. And not only that, my seat 
my we were in the front row and my seat recliner was broken, but I didn't notice it because I was really into the movie. Um, you may have fallen asleep. I think I'm going to enjoy seeing it a second time because I will be a little bit more relaxed because I want to see it without the reveals. I want to see it right. Like the other movie had two reveals. It had All of them? Been... All 30 reveals of this movie? Yeah, I want to see if it holds up, right? Like I want to see if like okay. knowing the things that I know, do I still enjoy watching the evolution of the characters? Because in The Force Awakens, there's two reveals. There's Ben Solo, three. Ben Solo, Death of Han Solo, and the fact that the Millennium Falcon is parked on Jakku somewhere. Um, uh, and, then, and then the rest of it is this, you know, kind of amazing story. Right, but you have to admit this movie was just not on the edge of your seat. I'm invested no, as Force it Awakens. It, it, did, it didn't hold the tension. We never met Finn in Force Awakens, and I was like, oh, my God, I don't want him to die. Same with Poe. And I've not through this movie, I was like, oh, I don't really care. <laughs> That's not a good sign. Um, okay, so let's end on um, what people are mom and dad still in the room? Kind of. Okay, well, what people would like to see in the next movie i don't know because i don't know what this one like yeah i don't know more ren and kylo that's it more uh, ren and they're kylo? gonna be building you're up starting to sound distance. like mom that's you're just making movie. up characters names now i want to know if the little boys are gonna be involved probably probably they're gonna be, the next one is gonna be them rebuilding the resistance i like that the biggest bad guy is now training finding no oh. they don't do epilogues Nobody they don't do epilogues in star wars no, it's oh, going to be oh. the next one. I think will be Avengers. Will be finding people from around the galaxy who have bits of the Force in them and like collecting them to rebuild like a new <sighs> Jedi. The only, the only issue I would have with that is that, that is essentially that's essentially like ten uh, percent of what the Clone Wars and Rebels was. I don't have the patience to watch that. If they, they if all the if what they've come up with about like little kid Jedi's in the cartoons is like okay my you want to hear my theory seeing that in the i'm hoping it's far enough let's say 10 years into the future Hmm. the resistance is built and those little kids are now like teenagers or in their early 20s and they could bring some like real cool characters into it and then are they going to kill ray and kylo renoff and tell us that that those guys are now not important maybe Um, maybe so i would no it'll end with their epic battle it'll end with their yeah I would like to see, so here's what I'd like to see. I'd like to A, see what I guess must be the Knights of Ren, which are the, the apprentices that, that he brought with him. They don't really talk about what happens to them when, when they say Kylo Ren gathered up a few of the Jedi with him. And oh, left. right, yeah. So when I he feel like... I feel Kylo like Ren have... took a few of them and left. So I yeah. feel, yeah. I feel like when he becomes when Supreme that, Leader, there's the potential... Where to... are those guys? No, no, there's the potential that when he, you know, becomes in charge and he has his enforcers, he brings the Knights of Ren. But where are they? Where are they right now? I have no idea. I have no idea. He's hiding them, maybe. Who knows? Training some, maybe they're training somewhere by themselves. Um, How come they haven't appeared? I don't know. You know, I don't know the answer to that. I'd like to see more Luke-Ray interaction. And I think what I'd like to see is, you know how they reveal that Luke, uh, that Luke is is Darth Vader's son. And then he has that conversation with Obi-Wan Kenobi where they clarify it and they say, I'm a different, from a certain point of view. I think there are some clarifying conversations that now that Luke is in the force that she and Luke can have about how things went down and what she's got to do going forward. Um, and I guess I'm really sad that um, Carrie Fisher died because Princess Leia was, I mean, I'm sad that she died because she was amazing. Um, and then for the story, because I thought Princess Leia was a huge highlight overall, aside from her weird, you know, force and space part. Space um, Spacewalk? Was, was she CGI or was she real? She's no, real. She's, She's real. not going to be in the third one. But then one, also, sadly. because Han is gone and Luke is gone, obviously Leia was supposed to carry the torch in the third one. So, or, or maybe they'll just refer to her. Maybe you're right. But though. also, like, if it's 10 years later, like what I was thinking, it's easy to say that, like, something happened and she died. Yeah. Well, we should get you in that writer's room. Don't you think I should be in that? Right. You know what? Maybe not me, but somebody else needs to be in that writer's room. They're, they, they got they're, really excited. They did a good job with Force Awakens, and they let too I, many people be I, I don't care. I don't care. You are a martial arts marketing manager, and you I see. I studied things. writing. Right, and you're a McGill graduate. 
Sam's just saying, daughter. I just don't get it. How someone I'm not as critical who is a semi-professional can spot such glaring... Well, it's what we perceive to be. They're not necessarily glaring issues. And overall, I still am very happy I saw what it. Dad's, what Dad's basically saying, Will, is that if someone as unqualified as you can can spot that these I things, know. he's wondering... I guess. That I don't know. Um, and then, one last thing. I just want to say again how much I love, like, Ray's character... Yeah. I thought she Every was so great. I was like, thank God she's in this movie. And like, and her ending and her arc, and you know, I I really enjoyed it. It was a great line. One of the one of the few good lines is when she goes, "You're not the last hope." Kylo Ren's the last hope. That was a great twist. What'd she say? Oh yeah, when she hits him with that. I mean, between the eyes. but because there's so many twists at this point, you're like, is it even a twist or is it just this story? <laughs> oh, when, 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 she, when she motivates, when she motivates. Um, no, when she she leaves Luke behind, and she's like, "Forget you, I'm gonna go and try and save this thing." Of course, it's similar to when he breaks off his training and tries to to take on Vader. That's true. That is a good point. I'll take some in a minute. Um. Okay. So okay. With, okay. So we can um... wait. So if wait, if Ren and her are not related, then they could get married. Because there's a secret romantic comedy happening in this movie. I mean, it, it was weird at a certain point. Not a chance. Not a chance. What? There was some like weird tension there, right? Am I right? There might have been. It's it's hard to tell. Again, I, I think you're right. There were so many twists in this one. Like it, it, at a certain point, you're like, is it a twist or not? Is it like, oh, they're not brother and sister, so they will end up together? Um, but is she into Poe because they introduced her to Poe? Because they just introduced them and they smiled at each other. He's like, oh, I know who you are. <laughs> She's like, well, my boyfriend is now in love with Rose, so I guess we could be together. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's like a weird dramedy happening. Which is like, can you put a towel on? Because we're doing FaceTime via telepathy. That was so weird. And he's just standing there without his shirt. Why does Rose kiss... I guess she's in love with him. I don't know. Okay, well, I guess we should wrap up because you got to yeah. go sleep so you can go watch it again. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be here. Uh, uh, so we're going to we'll wrap up. And um, you can get the podcast on iTunes. The music is by What Does It Eat? You can follow me at Pancake for Table. You can follow Lily. Chichi K. Gomez. And read Becky's Amazing Recipes. Chichi K. Gomez. That's my every, Twitter handle. Every, All right. Every a everydayoat.com, right, Beck? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm, we're dancing. I'm trying. We're dancing. All right, we're dancing. When I, when I retire, right. I just want to follow my children. All <laughs> right. My grandchildren. Love you. I right, love, love you guys. Good night. This is the best. This so is like fun. a real Friday night movie Good after sleep. conversation. All right. Love the best. Bye. Bye. Love Bye. you. Because we wouldn't normally be no, are able we to. Hanging up now? Yeah.